Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Isn't It Lovely podcast, the podcast that seeks to shine a light on all that is lovely. I am Rachel. And I am Tracy. And for this interview, Isn't It Lovely went on the road and we drove up to Minneapolis and we met with a wonderful entrepreneur and overall just wonderful woman, Audra Robinson. And Audra's story is so cool. She's got a background in marketing and she decided to go out on her own and start her own business called Rocky Robinson, which is a self-care product line, which she created to celebrate the brilliance and beauty both inside and out of black and brown girls, just to fill an important space that they are clearly made for them. This was such an exciting interview. We love getting to hear the background of her business. She talks about how she loves to give back to her community, that that's an important cornerstone of her company. And we're so excited for you guys to listen to this interview. Audra, we're so excited <laughs> that you're here with us today. Thank you for having me. Oh, this is honestly, it's such an honor. For those who don't know, this has been a long journey for us to be in the presence of Audra. We have admired her from afar for so many months now. And it's been really fun to watch your star just continue to rise from afar. Oh, we're like in really Sioux Falls. Cool. Yeah. And we're just like, we love you. <laughs> we're your we're here. Club. Yes. <laughs> exactly. I know. I just said I wish this wasn't an audio medium because she brought us like the most beautiful aromatherapy mm, products mm-hmm. from her line, which we'll talk about in a little bit. And mm-hmm. this room smells amazing. It so does. We wish you all could smell it. Yes. But if you order her product, you can. Yes. So... <laughs> Okay, Audra, could you please share with us your professional journey? Because I first discovered you, as I've said numerous times, my heart belongs to Minneapolis. So daily, I check out what's going on Care 11 News, the -hmm. local NBC affiliate. And around the holidays, they had this amazing feature on you. And I was like, who is this incredible woman? So could you tell us about your business that you have started and just your professional journey that got you there? It's so exciting. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So by the way, thank you. Um, on this journey, hearing those words really um, make me feel proud. And yet at the same time, I'm, I'm not sure I even know how to take it yet. Yes. Because I think when you create, you kind of create in a bubble. And then mm-hmm. anything that comes along with it, it's like that's the icing on the cake. Mm-hmm. Um, so I appreciate that. And so my journey. So my, um, I grew up in St. Paul, Minnesota. And as we were talking um, before we got started, uh, my parents got divorced when I was in about sixth grade, raised by a single mom. Um, I grew up really like aspirational. I think I live in my head a lot as a kid too, as um, this creative kid who always had ideas. And I do remember probably chatting with my mom about an idea I had and, um, Maybe I was about 10 or 12 and she's like, okay, I just want you to pick one, pick one and work on that one. Like, I just remember her telling me that. And so, um, for me, I've just always dreamed of like what it is that I could create and how can I make a difference? Um, I was really fortunate to grow up in St. Paul with, um, educators and, community leaders who saw potential in me and other kids who look like me and just pushed me forward. And I'm grateful for that. Um, my, I moved away for college and then moved back and was working in corporate marketing here in Minneapolis. And a lot of times I was the only in the room who looked like me and, um, it really didn't sit well with me. And what I do is I would go to schools and do what, the educators and community leaders did for me, which was go back and show kids what's possible for their lives. Um, Because if you're sitting in spaces and you see that lack of diversity, it is your role. It's your job to like make sure that you are shaping the future in some way so that it can be very different 
for women, for girls, um, you know, what, whatever, however you identify. Um, and so I was really convicted to do that and fortunate for the opportunity to be able to talk to kids and, um, and interact with them and inspire them in some way. Um, the product part of it came along, along with that goal and mission. And it's my background was in creating products, was in driving innovation. Um, my last role, I worked on, you know, really big, um, consumer health brands like Advil, Chapstick and Emergency and driving innovation with those brands along with a great team. And so, um, as a part of those roles, you go and you shop the aisles to like find out where those gaps are. Um, and so Rocky is what I call really like filling a black space of where you don't see that representation on the shelf. And I thought I can do that and I can use um, consumer packaged goods as a way to share that message of empowering girls Um putting a brown girl with textured hair as the center of the brand and being really unapologetic about that. So celebrating um, black girls, because I do believe black girls deserve to see themselves in the products they use every day. Um, but I wanted to create in a space where it really is products that all girls love and use every day so that it can be accessible to anyone. I love, I love that. that. <laughs> Such a cool story. And how did you come up with Rocky Robinson, that name? Oh my gosh. So the name, um, so when I first started working on the brand, I wanted to call it Girls Rock because okay. again, all about like girls rocking out everything in their lives. Um, and I had a trademark attorney and she wouldn't approve that. There was another brand, um, it's called Black Girls Rock. And she was kind of starting as she's a DJ out of New York, Beverly Bond. And um, the that name Black Girls Rock grew beyond what she started, which was camps to take kids out of New York into like upstate and like teach them how to DJ and empower them through music and DJing. Mm -hmm. And so now Black Girls Rock is really like a mantra, a mantra. It's um, a rallying cry. And then she partnered with BT and they did this, um, a show celebrating black women in music. So it, it, it blew up and my right. trademark attorney was like, you don't want those problems. And I'm, and I tried to negotiate with her and I was like, no, her brand is black girls rock. Yes. Mine is girls rock. And she's sure. like, but you have a black girl on your label. You don't okay. want those problems. Yes. And so, um, Rocky Robinson. So Rocky is a derivative of rock and one of the, through that journey, the, the, the reality is that I was this spoiled marketer who worked with agencies. I could write a creative brief and then the agencies come back with great ideas. When you're doing it yourself, you're, you're doing everything, including naming brands. And so Rocky is a derivative of Girls Rock. And then I threw my last name on it. And I really remember praying. I was like, you know, God, I just don't want the name to stop me from this path. Like I, I don't have anything else. And that's where I landed. I can tell you, I didn't love the name for a very long time. Um, as a matter of fact, when we launched in March, 2020, and as the brand started growing and I started like the sales started ticking cause we launched online. Mm. Um, then girls would start telling their parents, um, I want to make a boomerang. I want to do a review video. And so I'm sitting in my basement cause the whole world changed and I'm, 
getting these videos and these girls are trying to say the name and it would just, I would cringe. And they're like, Walkie Robinson. And I'm like, <laughs> so oh my cute. God. I so I really didn't love it for uh-huh. a long time, but um, that's what it was. And we just kept moving forward and I was in an accelerator program. Um, and through that program, they have um, relationships with a uh, attorney's office. So I was able to, um, through Roth, Fox Rothschild, get mm-hmm. my trademarking done and everything. So the name's trademarked and it's on the label. So it's we're awesome. Go we, it. love it. we love yes. it. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Because when I see this, when I see, because I love branding kind of stuff, when I see this picture, I think, oh, this is Rocky Robinson. This is her. Yes. Yes. And so I just, I love, I really love it. All right. Well, thank you. Yes. You. <laughs> It's good. It landed. Um, Okay. You mentioned a little bit just what you were just talking about, but you entered like a bunch of startup competitions Mm -hmm. and grants. I think grants, I'm not sure, but we've been following you and just watching what you've been doing has been so great. So can you tell us about just kind of those kind of processes and the challenges that you came up against? I mean, clearly launching in, you know, this whole world's whatever has happened these last few, I don't even know what we call it, (laughs) a complete reset. Right. (laughs) Really. Um, Talk to us about like, how did you launch this? How, what is the process and what are some of the things you came up against while you're doing it? So the process with applying for grants and loans, it's, mm-hmm. um, it's a lot, especially when you're a solo entrepreneur, mm-hmm. you could, I mean, that could be a full-time job for someone. And particularly because when I launched, um, and worked on the brand full time was March, 2020. So oh a lot of things changed, right? COVID, right. Um, the murder of George Floyd, yes. um, the uprisings. And then even by, was it July, June, July timing, June was more recognition around Juneteenth and mm-hmm. so, um, mm-hmm. supporting buying black, supporting black women owned businesses to help create economic equity. So there a lot of corporations made a lot of promises and including um, uh, funding and um, cities and states like offering money to support small businesses and black women owned businesses. So um, one, because a, a lot of those businesses were very affected by COVID and affected by the uprisings. And so there needed to be some economic relief mm-hmm. to help you know, these businesses thrive. So, um, there were a lot out, there were a lot of offerings and a lot of applications, a lot of no's, but some really amazing yeses that I never expected. So, um, we won, um, we were accepted into lunar startups. That was one of the first ones. I think I got spoiled because right away, almost everything I applied for, I got it. And so I remember when I got my first note, I was devastated. <laughs> like it was tragic. No. And a coach, um, he was actually also in my, um, in my cohort, my lunar startup cohort. And he's like, you got to learn to take the L's as much as you take the wins because mm-hmm. they're, they don't, they don't define your, your business. So right. you got to learn to take them. And I was like, Okay, well, that really hurts. So. <laughs> and he's right. And um, yeah, and so my first year, I got a lot of wins. And then 2021, um, not as much. I was in a pitch competition with Avino and Essence Magazine, and I came in third place, and I was devastated. <laughs> 
but I learned a lot. Um, it was $100,000, and so I call it my $100,000 pitch practice. Um, but it was, you know, it was a great experience, and it's a part of the process. So, right. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Where can people find your products? I know mean, we'll go over all of this, but you have a, do you have a, is it a store? And do you have a standalone store? So I launched online and you can find it at www.itsmerocky.com. You don't uh, have to say www anymore. Um, <laughs> everyone knows that's that. Funny? Yes. I still do it too. I, I like still it. do it. Yeah. And then, um, and then, yeah, this last year, those have been the wins uh-huh. are, um, getting my products in spaces that I never even thought about Mm -hmm. as strategic as I think I am. That was a part that I didn't really think that much about. So we are available um, soon at children's hospitals. Um, We'll be, we are currently in regions in their gift shop. We are in Methodist gift shop, um, Methodist hospitals gift shop. And then we are also in Girl Scouts, River Valleys. They have two retail shops that we're in. We hope to grow that relationship because there are Girl Scout retail stores throughout the U.S. Um, And it aligns so well with the brand of Empowering Girls, um, our brand mission of Empowering Girls. So we're excited about that Mm -hmm. partnership. Um, I do have a shoppable space, but we're closing it. So we, we launched there in November and it's been a great opportunity for me to have a shoppable space and interact with my potential customers, learn so much about even the ones who don't think that the product's for them. Um, And so the time with that opportunity has come to an end. So Okay. And preparing you for something the next season. Yes. And something really exciting that is going to take my brand to LA, Atlanta, and DC, and probably beyond that I'm really excited about, but I can't announce yet. Oh my goodness. It's a teaser. <laughs> it's a, a teaser. teaser. Yes, I love we it. We have the first. Yeah. Um, we've got the first scoop. scoop. <laughs> yes. Super excited. I noticed you didn't mention Sioux Falls, South Dakota. <laughs> We're know, hoping it comes to Sioux Falls. We've shipped to South Dakota. You have. And I have um, parents. So one of the things, again, I'm learning on this journey. So this brand, I do say that I built it in a bubble. But as people started to shop the brand, discover the brand, shop the brand, then those relationships were being built, that, you know, conversation that you can have because of digital. Mm -hmm. Um, And my products have some segments One is for sure, like black moms, aunties. Aunties are huge for my brand um, of girls between the age of four to 16. But then there's this segment that I didn't I don't I didn't think about, which um, we um, call them woke white moms. And so (laughs) Uh I'm feeling seen right now. (laughs) So woke white moms are moms. There's different um, segments within there. There's the white mom. She's white. Her kids are white. Her world's white. And she wants inclusive products for her kids. She, for her, I mean, Rocky's cute, right? And it's products that it's, it's shower gel, it's lotion. It's not specific to hair care or anything like that. So she's discovering the products. She loves the message and the mission. And she wants to be inclusive and have her kids, you know, be um, more thoughtful and inclusive, right? And this is a way to do that. And then there's the woke white mom who has, um, adopted transracially and she 
and they just steal my heart because they'll send me messages of, I found this and I gave it to my daughter. She needed this. She's the only person who looks like her in our community. And we wanted to make sure that she feels seen and feel heard. And this is like our way of showing her love. And again, these stories just touch my heart. Mm -hmm. Um, Then there's, I've had moms who are of not white or black. They could be Asian, Hispanic, um, Southeast Asian. It's, you know, that um, brown skin, that way of acknowledging the girls in their lives are important to them. Mm -hmm. Um, And then aunties, as I mentioned, they play a huge role. I sat and talked to an aunt. She's white. Her sister married a Hispanic man and um, he has darker skin. And so her niece came out with darker skin. Um, And she's this particular story, the girl was only seven years old and she goes to school and a girl tells her, your skin looks like poop. And mom doesn't know what to do. Dad's like, don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. And so aunt's the one where her heart's just like, oh no, I want to find something to make her feel special. And so she buys Rocky for her niece. Um, so those are those segments and those stories that I'm you know, learning about my brand as well. So, and that's why I do say like we celebrate girl, that intersection of girl power and black girl magic, because yes, she's unapologetically a brown girl with deep brown skin and textured hair, but she is for everyone. And there's, um, I think a lesson of inclusivity that's innate to the brand. So. I love this so much. I keep staring at Tracy with like, Eyes. Yes. Um, this is amazing. Well, and to continue a little bit along this, these lines of inclusivity, we had talked off mic, you approach things from such a place of abundance, Audra, and anybody that follows you on social media can see this, that you are consistently lifting up fellow female entrepreneurs. You're a fantastic hype woman. You're putting things on blast and it's so exciting and so much fun to see. And so I'm wondering what informed that part of you that you want to lift others up with you to find a seat at the table and then shove some chairs aside and make room for more people to come. What informed that part of you? Um, it really is my heart. I, it's just naturally who I am. I don't know. Maybe it was cause I was a cheerleader in high school. So I like cheering <laughs> oh, for people. Comes it with us. Comes but, it with us. <laughs> I'll do a cheer together. <laughs> maybe that's it. But for me, like celebrating others and um, shining the spotlight on others does not take away from mm-hmm. me and it doesn't take away from what I believe Rocky's purpose will be. Um, and so I appreciate that you acknowledge that and it's, it's intentional and it really is a celebration um, because I like seeing people reach their highest potential. I like seeing, I love creativity because that's, what I lead with. So I like celebrating that as well. Um, and those who are in the trenches doing the work to uplift other girls, uplift women, um, giving back through their organizations and their nonprofits, that that's really important to me. And that's a part of our brand too. We give back to organizations that um, do help secure better outcomes for black and brown girls. Um, and so it really is, it's my heart and it's also a part of our brand DNA. 
Absolutely. And people have the opportunity on your website as well to purchase donation bundles, which is so fantastic. So I'm so happy that you brought that in. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yep. You can also feel good by supporting others. Um, That idea actually came about through collaboration with another woman. Her name's Haley Matthews. So she runs um, the uh, Minneapolis Craft Market here in Minnesota. And she was a part of my cohort and she came to me, she's white, not that that matters, but, um, she came to me following the murder of George Floyd. And she's like, you know, people really want to figure out how to give back. And a lot of, um, kids who were in those affected areas because there were, there was some property destruction and some of the necessities that were needed, um, weren't as attainable, um, the idea that she came to me with was how can people feel good about supporting your small business? And then also you can, and they can give back through your brand. And it took a while for me to kind of process it because it was following the murder of George Floyd. I never wanted to come across as like pandering um, because of that tragedy. And so it took a little bit. So by, um, by August, I was, ready to launch it. And it's my, it's the, it's really my, the favorite part of what I do. Um, because the folks who do support in that way from a donation, they know they're investing in my business Mm -hmm. and then they get to feel good when I share the photos and email them and say, here's, here's where, you know, that $25 went or whatever amount that they, donate. So, um, it's, it, it, my vision is that, you know, someday when my company's being ran by my nieces or whoever, that I can still be out there, like giving back through Rocky and products. Um, and in 2021, we were able to give a monetary donation of a thousand dollars to, um, Project Diva. A lot of that was also a faith, <laughs> um, uh, donation because, we're still pre-revenue, but I gave that because I have visions of giving a million dollars someday, right, to organizations. So, yeah, building and growing and scaling with the community is is my goal. Wow. I love that. I'm just, like, stunned by her answers, aren't you? I know. It's, I keep looking at Tracy <laughs> and, like, smile, smile crying, cry, cry smiling. <laughs> well, I'm That's a crybaby. So like, when people cry, I cry. And... Even my interviews, I I get embarrassed. Like Zoom's easier because hopefully you can't really see tears on Zoom. (laughs) But yeah, it's been a journey and it's it's just my nature. But um, yeah, the whole journey has been tear filled with tears of joy and pride. So I love it. Well, and there's an article that Rachel sent me about just that they wrote about you and your products of just... um, that it's just, you're making a movement, you're joining a movement of, you know, just making sure that all girls feel represented. And even as an adult, I'm almost 40 now, but as an adult, I didn't realize how important representation was. And now looking back and parenting my own daughter, you know, I'm realizing how important it is. So you shared a couple of stories of this before, but like, why is it so important, Audra? What is that? That like, we want to be seen, we want to see ourselves represented in a product, a show, a movie, whatever. And I just love this new turn where we're starting to see more and more people that are represented. Why is that so important? I think it's important because images really tell you who you are. Mm -hmm. And 
I know for me as a kid, I probably because I was attracted to marketing. So I loved stuff. I love products. I was product junkie from very early age. I um, loved TV and I grew up as a kid growing up in the seventies, there was not a lot of representation. As a matter of fact, I remember watching three's company and deciding that I was, I was Janet cause Janet had brunette hair. Right. So, yeah. and that was the closest I could get mm. to like mm-hmm. myself and, or mm-hmm. like, um, Linda, the woman who played super or uh, Wonder Woman. Cause oh, she had yeah. Oh yeah. Linda hair. Carter. Yeah. Yes. Linda Carter. Uh-huh. Cause she had dark hair. Like that was how as a kid, I remember negotiating that mm. to find my identity. Mm-hmm. And that was as close as it really got in a lot of cases. Um, the products, you know, um, it's been interesting. Some of the ridiculous, ugly things that people say, but um, I, I had Barbie bubble bath, right? Like I grew up with a blonde girl with blue eyes as, you know, that ideal of an image. And so I feel that representation is so key because it does tell you who you are. It tells you what's possible. It's tell, it tells you who you can be. Hmm. And um, I think that when I walk into those schools, I remember the first time I saw someone who looked like me and she was a newscaster and I, and I immediately decided I was going to be a newscaster that day (laughs) just because a black woman who was a newscaster came into my school. And then when a doctor came in, I was like, I'm going to be a doctor. So, you know, those impressions are key, not just for, um, you know, black kids, brown kids, but also for other kids because then they can see like, yeah, the, a, a black girl can run her own business. Yes, a black woman can lead a team in my corporation. Um, maybe it can make them even aware when they are in decision-making roles as adults that, okay, I can hire this woman. She can lead. So those things are important to all of us um, to be inclusive and know that you know everyone has those capabilities and deserve to be represented. So good. It really is a movement. You really are just part of a movement in, in your own city. And obviously it's extending to, to our city. And one of the things that we're talking about a lot in our podcast recently, Audra, is community. Just the importance of community and what does community look like? And this is all part of it, right? We're all building a community together. And I wanted to read this to you girls, what she had put, or to you girls, sorry. You already know what you wrote on your bottle, Audra. <laughs> Again. <laughs> to our listeners, I want to read this. And this is, um, this is an aromatherapy happy. So this, I think this just really speaks to who you are too, Audra. And it says to use, and it tells you how to use this. And then it says, pretty girl, you are worthy of love and joy. Start and end your day with gratitude. When you change your thoughts, you can change your world. You can be anything you dream to be. You can be happy. Wherever we find that happiness. And I think we also have to find it within ourselves and cultivate it. Um, and so for me, this again was just that tool and those little messages wherever you can get them. Because one of the things I've realized in my journey is we aren't all monolithic. So just because I had um, community leaders or parenting that um, that helped affirm me, that doesn't mean that everyone does. So if I could find a way to squeeze that in and um Surprisingly, one of my first reviews, the little girl read the affirmation on the back of the bottle. And of course, I was in my basement. 
bawling as yes. I was watching her video. I'm like, she read the, who reads the back of the bottle? I just did that because I thought it would be a fun idea, yeah. a way to affirm. But I didn't think anyone, as particularly not a 10-year-old girl. Right. So. Oh, they read them. Yes. <laughs> yes. They read everything. Yes. Oh my True. gosh. That's so good. Asra, you are magnificent. You're a treasure. Oh, you're so sweet. We wow. are so thankful and truly so honored and truly so overjoyed that you would come and talk with us today. Being with you in person just gives this a whole extra layer of, of sparkle and it just makes it feel so extra special. We will put all of this in the show notes, but where can people find you on the web? I know you shared your website already. Can you share with us your Instagram, your socials, anything yes. so people can find you and follow you? Okay. On social at your so cute Rocky. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, see, I got lost. Like, just say that. Oh, you're it's wonderful. Just, I was like, so I just cute. looked it up. I know so on like, social yeah. people struggle with how to spell your. Is it Y O U R? Is it Y O U R E? It's your <laughs> affirming you are, but your so cute Rocky. I love that so much. <laughs> yes, we also sure. love to close out our show with a segment about the things that we are loving that week. And it can be anything. It can be food, yeah. a product, a quote, a person, all of the above. So yes. Audra, what is something that you are loving this week? So, so I, I love this question. And what I'm loving is a friend sent me, because, you know, there's so much information that gets exchanged on social media. It's ridiculous, right? Yes. So a friend sent me a video and this woman was affirming women. And she said, you deserve a life of ease. And it was so simple and so <laughs> beautiful. And then I started thinking about that. Like first, what is the opposite of ease? So the opposite of ease is difficulty. Cause it's great to like absorb, like I deserve a life of ease. I mean, cause I like to luxuriate. I like that. <laughs> but like the opposite of ease is difficulty. So you deserve to have a life that is not difficult. That is not, um, and the opposite words here, like trouble, hardship, poverty, disturbance. And the similar words to ease are peace, calmness, tranquility, composure, serenity. That's good. So I love that. That's good. Deserve That's a word. A life of ease. I love it. Oh, that is so lovely. Yeah. I just want that to just marinate with me for a little while here over yeah, here. I'd like a life of ease. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tracy, like how about you? What are you oh loving Oh my this gosh. Week, okay. Well, I guess this kind of fits you guys. Um, I was, we were talking about this on the way up here. So we drove up from Sioux Falls. Obviously we have a couple interviews up here and we've just been so excited to meet Audra. Um, but there's so many moving parts with family and stuff when, when, when a mom is out of town. Right. And so just this idea of community and letting people help. And my, our, a girlfriend of ours, Allie Veldhouse, she just said, let me take your kids. I got your kids. Go. I'll pick up your kids from school. And I just was like, and Rachel and I were talking about this. I'm like, why is it so hard to just accept help sometimes? And then it's like, but no, this is what community is all about. We hold each other up. We help when we can. And sometimes we're the ones helping and sometimes we're the ones receiving the help. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm just loving just community of people just helping each other. And it really does take a village. And especially, I'm sorry, but especially when you're a woman, you know, there's, you're holding so many things and meals and the children and my husband is such a helper, but he's just out of town this weekend. So it's just one of those things that I don't know, you need, we need more than just our nuclear family. We need it all. So Loving Allie Veldhouse right now. Oh my gosh, <laughs> awesome friend. Yes, especially yes. when you don't have to ask because I'm 
horrible at asking yes. for help. Mm-hmm. It's really same hard for me. Same. I didn't ask. She said, let me take your kids. And I was like, Wonderful. Mm, I can't let you do that, but okay. <laughs> Maybe you'll gift her one of those. Yes. Oh, good Yay. idea, Audra. Good idea. <laughs> so good. I love it. Okay. What about you, Rachel? Okay. You guys, I am loving the city of Minneapolis. I know. I just love it so much. You guys, you're back home. It is. It's so crazy. I don't know what it is, but there's something about coming back into town, seeing the skyline. It is. It's like almost like this tangible feeling of I am home and I love it so much. Land of the sculpture of the cherry and the spoon, the IDS tower. My mom used to work there. No, it's so great. You guys, I do. I love this city so much. And it's, as we always say, it's, it's beautiful and it's broken, but there's so many incredible people here. I think there's so many communities within this larger community and it's so wonderful to be home. So I feel so excited to be here on Audra's home turf. It was really fun to come and meet her where she's at, but just so good to be here again. So thanks Minneapolis. There really is no place like home. It's true. It's so true. What a beautiful, what a beautiful way to end you guys. Yeah, that's a great way. Audra, thank you so much for coming and joining us. This is just, it's been such a gift. Thank you, Audra. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for joining us for today's episode of Isn't It Lovely? If you love what you hear, please rate, review, and subscribe by clicking on our show in your favorite podcast app and following the prompts. You can download all of our episodes on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Podcasts. You can also find all of our episodes on our website at www.isitnotlovely.com. And we are also on Instagram and our handle is isitnotlovelypodcast. Keep looking for the lovely in all things. Thanks for listening.